Welcome, guys, to a new episode with the squad. As always, Demos and me is here. We are joined by Sky, Bryce, and Carl. And today we have a special episode where we have two guests from Serbia. So, pomaže bog, and let's welcome two siblings in Christ, <laughs> Bojan and Miloš. Ciao. So, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for the next 10 minutes. <laughs> Guys, introduce yourself for our, for our viewers, even though probably everyone who looks up Orthodox videos on YouTube have seen the Bible Illustrated channel already. <laughs> yeah, and like, oh, that, oh wow, biblical illustration clicks. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> you go first. Uh, my name is Miloš, um, and I'm a layman from Belgrade, Serbia, also a part of the church choir from time to time. And what do I do exactly? You remove the controversial takes from the script. Thank yes, you very much. Yes. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm I'm a sidekick in the Bible Illustrated project, which is more than just YouTube videos, but yeah, a lot of people don't know that. <laughs> and it's and it's the best they don't <laughs> <laughs> because it's a scam. I, I mean, uh... Shut up. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Boyan. I'm a reader from Belgrade, Serbia. Uh, I do drawings for the Bible Illustrated project. Um, I finished law and uh, I left the law. Now I'm a full-time YouTuber. So kids, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know a lot about that. <laughs> anyway, Milo shall take over. All right. So our subject of today is demonology. What is demonology? That's a good question. You know, the, the word demon is in it, but it has ology, like skyology in it, you know? <laughs> so, Bryce, as, as you know, you're always the, the one I pick. Once again, give us a brief definition of demonology. Well, thank you, demon. You're lagging. Um, I mean, it's the study. I, I'm lagging. Yeah, yeah, you're lagging. I so I'll, lagging. I'll give the question to Carl instead. <laughs> Demonology is the study of demons. Um, that's pretty obvious, but in orthodoxy, it's like it's not studying demons so you can learn how to do spells and other weird stuff like that. It's more studying demons so that you can understand how to avoid them, how to um, deal with them, and where they place in our theology. That's to fight what it them. Is. Yeah, exactly. That's a good thing. And why is this important, Carl? Because it's important to know when you're dealing with something like a genuine mental illness or when you're dealing with something that's demonic and is affecting someone and they need external help, like a priest. Even just on a layperson level, it's good to know when you might be dealing with demonic influence or when something might be occurring in your life that is probably demonic as uh, and that you, you, well, you should always talk to the priest, but in those instances, it's best to, again, talk to the priest because um, you can't really do anything about some types of demonic influence by yourself. You can pray. You can uh, you can prayer helps a lot, but the priest sometimes does have to get involved. And we have something for that actually called exorcism. Yeah, that's a that's a good intro. I'm never asking you again. 
um yeah exorcism it's all exorcism always interested me um i've always seen it in like movies you know mainly catholic exorcisms i've never seen an orthodox one in real life or i know it happens in like in the church service i've seen a video actually never mind i've seen a video of a greek uh, priest uh, doing an exorcism in church it was pretty scary to look at but it's it's necessary sometimes um do you have any experience with that, Milos and Boyan, or not at all? Um, you want to start, or um, like a full-fledged exorcism? I I didn't attend one, but mm -hmm. uh, I do have experience with demons. <laughs> Don't oh, talk. <laughs> well, I mean, I have some pretty heavy experiences as well. I'm not sure if we talk about that at all. Uh, 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 why not now before lie public? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. If you want to get into it. I mean, yeah, sure. Why not, actually? But it would be the first time I would talk about something like this in English. So that that would be awkward. Um, but we can try, sure. Have you seen an exorcism, by the way? Um, not like, you know, a typical rite of exorcism. I have attended, like, tons of baptismal exorcisms, but not, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so and something I was actually going to point out. One, but... Yeah, I I, I kind of have one as well, mm. uh, like direct experience, which I I didn't think that was ever going to happen to me, but it was very, um, it was very 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 specific, a uh, thing that happened in a very specific monk actually prayed for me um, to resolve it. So maybe maybe that will be something you would be interested in hearing about. Of course, of course, shoot away. Yeah, sure, I'll try. Um, so it's actually it's actually very 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 strange. So at some point in my life, um, when I was a bit younger, I used to still live with my my, uh, my dad, and um, he had uh, he he used to live with a uh, with a person as well. We would call her like the evil stepmother. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I remember the story now. Oh, okay. She she wasn't. I, I can't say she was really evil and re she was really good to us as well. I mean, I asked the kids, me and my brother, in my opinion, right? But then, you know, things deteriorated when we find out, when we find out that she was really, you know, dancing a dance with, with dark, the dark magic, if you will. Mm -hmm. uh, there's something in Serbia called uh, Vracare, which would be... Um, what what would you call uh, it? Which is well, the best. Which, but it's it does not carry like that much of a negative uh, connotation. Something between a sorceress and a witch. Uh, so it's sort of like off-putting, but not like not something that a typical person would find outright evil, like a witch. Right, right. And I think majority of people would say it's it's plain superstition, but it's it, it has a very big yeah. heritage, if you will. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In these in these areas, um, and she she would. Uh, my, my stepmother, right? She would visit this this person very often, actually. We didn't know about it when we found out that that, that was very a very very strange event because suddenly we started uh, seeing things in the in the apartment which were kind of uh, off, right? Which we didn't notice, like uh, um, Prague. Uh, uh, doorstep. Yeah, she, she would cut the doorstep with, with the knife. Every doorstep in the house was okay. cut with a knife. Uh, there were things in the fridge, uh, symbols, stuff. It's very weird, right? And then we all, you know, things deteriorated between my father and her. She was gone at some point. Um, and then um, at one time I, I went to uh, to a vacation, if you will. 
And when I got back, um, we were doing some renovations in the apartment and I had to sleep in the place where my father sleeps. Mm -hmm. I just got freaking chills again. I know, I know. Um, yeah, so um, so back then I would always uh, put a Bible next to next to my bed, um, and um, I remember just feeling very, very, um, you know, you you get that evil feeling around you or some, something that something's wrong while you're sleeping or whatever. Something ominous. Yeah, yeah. ominous. Well, that that's the word that I was looking for, and. Uh, uh, and I opened my eyes and what I witnessed that like, I, I trust me, I, I know to people, this might sound ridiculous and it did would sound to me if I didn't go through it, but how should I describe it? Imagine a Dementor, if you will, from Harry Potter, that kind yeah. of, a, that kind of a thing. Okay. Uh, that was like, uh, literally hovering over me, looking at me straight in the eyes. Um, but I felt like it wasn't looking for me. I know that's very weird to say, mm -hmm. but I felt it wasn't really looking for me. I literally screamed. It wasn't going away. It was there. Just, just persisting. Um, you'll do. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, and then I remember uh, looking at the Bible because that was my, that was my go-to at that point. And I remember a voice saying, come on, pray, pray. You know, like a very, very bad voice, if you will. I eventually, it was gone. Um, I described this experience in detail, much more detail than I did now, uh, to a very prominent monk. I, I'll tell you who that is later, mm -hmm. because I wouldn't yeah, talk about that. Okay. To a very prominent monk in, in Serbia. And uh, he advised me on what to do after that and how to pray. Um, and we concluded that, uh, that, that whatever that was, wasn't really looking for me, it was looking for my dad. Um, and from that moment on, I really took the thing seriously and prayed a lot um, to kind of, I guess, protect my father, who is really, he's, he's an atheist. Um, uh -huh. If he was really being targeted by, by, by demons uh, with the intercession of my uh, stepmother, ex-stepmother at that point, um, I was going to do everything I can uh, to protect him. And that included, you know, mentioning his name on liturgies or whatever that was there were many many steps that we undertook and uh, th that really never happened to me again um and after after i was told you know that um no matter like i don't think majority of people really go through an experience like that at all yeah, um, um like i think for majority of people people experiences with demons is the thoughts that you get um, yes you know that that bother you like that's what I say. We have a lot of those experiences, but this kind of like I know that during the conversation with the monk, he was really, really, he really, really did not want to believe me that it happened. He thought I was, you know, yeah, bored with it. But eventually, he did, um, and then the, the problem was really solved after a lot of prayer. Mm -hmm. uh, the thing never visited me again, um, and that's that's about that's that's the the worst experience that I had. But uh, you know, it begs the question: How many times it's visited the father before? Can yeah, that, 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 that's a creepy that, part. That's, that's what the monk, what the monk, uh, like asked himself in a very you know loud, loudly mm. when we were when we were discussing this. Um, and what what was very strange was my th that fear that I felt then. Like I've never ever in my life felt anything like that. Mm -hmm. Anything, anything like that. It was like. 
was like I was cut off from God, right? And at, at the time, I was very, like, early on in, in faith. And, you know, my heart was still burning very, very, very much uh, mm -hmm. for Christ. And I would pray literally every second of the day. Um, and, and in that particular moment, to kind of feel uh, cut off was probably the worst thing I've ever experienced. Well, I can kind of relate. Now that we're on the topic of personal experiences i've had a lot of paranormal experiences in general but also demonic experiences um i had a similar experience so a few years back i used to be a security guard um i used to work night shifts so after my night shift i, I remember it still it was like a summer day so it was pretty hot but i went to sleep anyway around the, like 9 a.m in the morning after a shift so um about two p.m. when I was sleeping I saw a dream of course I know dreams can be tricky you don't always believe them but in this dream I saw um, the antichrist it was just a regular man in a suit with red eyes staring at me and I knew it was the antichrist somehow but and then he lunged himself at me so attacked me in my dream I woke up I couldn't move at all on my bed I couldn't move like an inch um, at that point, I was like lifting half of the bed. Something was lifting me off the bed, like half. My eyes were like rolling back while that was happening. So I was like panicking inside, you know? And the only thing I thought about was doing the Jesus prayer. So I started praying, Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me. Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me. Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me. And everything just vanished and disappeared and I was fine. So my point of the story is that the Jesus prayer um, burns the demons, literally. I had that first, like, first-hand account of this. Um, I don't know if anyone else has, like, personal stories or relate to it. Uh, I, I have, used to... Uh, oh, it, it had fun black in, in coming off. But... Um... No, I used to have really bad, uh, what do you call it, sleep paralysis or sleep. Um, I used to have that really bad and I had like issues sleepwalking when I was younger. I specifically remember, and I'm, I'm not going to say it's a demon, but um, like the common, I think it's a phenomenon to have like this feeling that something's like sitting on your chest or... Mm -hmm. Like, there's a famous painting of this demon sitting on the chest of someone that's asleep. It's like yeah. the sleep uh, paralysis demon. Yeah. And I remember, like, I specifically had, like, that experience like, described in that picture. And I remember how ominous, like, it felt. Because you can all, like, you, it kind of, like, announces its presence before it even, like, makes, makes a noise or, like, shows itself. You just kind of feel it in like this atmospheric density. And um, I just remember how terrifying that was. But yeah. yeah. Well, something, something I want to point out is that demons can manifest in a lot more ways than just blatantly appearing in front of you. So they, it can be through a temptation, a physical affliction. Yeah. Uh, when you're struggling with a sin, lacking peace, when you feel spiritually stuck, that can be a demon manifesting itself. It doesn't have to appear right in front of you or appear in a vision. 
Uh, that's something people often forget. Um, mm -hmm. But a good thing to remember is uh, St. John of Climacus mentions this. They don't have any foreknowledge. So mm -hmm. They can't see into the future, which is a good thing because then you know deep down that they're just trying to make you feel a certain way, but they don't know what's going to happen. Only God does. So in the end, if you turn to God, you win. It's that simple. Yeah. And totally also, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but demons also know that on the day of judgment, they're going to lose. So they know they already lost. Yes. Yeah, so they're basically right. fallen angels that rebelled against God. And they're mm. now under the influence of the devil because they're demons. And basically they represent, they're like, they try to lead us away from God and you can resist them through the power of the Holy Spirit. But what they want to do is basically drag as many souls down to hell with them as they go down there themselves. That's their aim. Yeah. Get as many of us down with them. Is it true that they don't like it there either? In hell, yeah. Well, who likes hell? It's in the gospels. Mm -hmm. uh, they would rather be in pigs than in hell. Oh, yeah, exactly. So I they do. they they rather roam the earth as well. Yeah, if you think about it, I wanted envy. That's quote unquote motivating them mm. to drag the souls to hell because God sent His Son Jesus Christ to give us a chance uh, to become gods right to become like gods mm -hmm. um and to go to heaven um do they have that chance i don't think so as you as you just said they know no you know they lose i, I don't know like I, I, yes and no yes in the sense they could instantly become angels if they wanted to but well, but they don't want to well, <laughs> that, well, that's the issue <laughs> that, well that's the point when, when you talk about the antichrist it's like uh, you know people who will accept the stamp of the or whatever the, the mark of the beast or mm -hmm. whatever it's like they won't be able to, but it's not like they won't have the uh, the the opportunity. They would they would just have changed themselves in a way that they won't be capable yeah. um, of of making the right choice or whatever. But yeah. but what I'm what I'm trying to say is, if you can't go there, and us humans can, it's the definition of 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 a cause. <laughs> yeah. Um, to you know bring bring people as many as many souls down as you can. Um, that that would be the motivator. I don't know yeah. what else would be a motivator for a demon. Well, and the direct hate for God, you know, is both sort of like yeah, the evil. God of uh, the possible saints, in the sense of okay, I can't hurt you, ah, but I hurt God. I, yeah, I can't hurt you, but I will hurt your children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And uh, if you go to Matthew ten eighteen, it says, mm -hmm. "In the name of Christ, you're able to dispel demons and subdue the evil powers." And uh, that's 100% true because people think that, uh, you know, the demon might be stronger than God or or no one can help me. But Justin Martyr expands on this in Apology 85, where he says um, that any demon can be expelled through God. There's no demon that's too strong for God to get rid Definitely. of. So, yeah, it's just this Duma mentality like, uh, I can't. I can't overcome this demon or, you know, even a vice. There's some vices that people have or uh, addictions that are probably, you know, they are demonic. And mm -hmm. 
people think they can't overcome such a, this advice or this temptation because, you know, like, it's just a lack of faith, honestly, because God can expel any demon, but you have to first give him that trust because God can't do anything without you being involved. Exactly. And um, Bryce, did you want to add anything? Yeah, I wanted to, because it just hit me when Carl mentioned, you know, it, it doesn't have to take this monstrositous like form, but I like during, so I've been about a catechumen almost two years. And um, when like, it's getting near uh, closer to Holy Week. And uh, this was about a month ago. Like I had this insane, like, change like transition in the way that i thought as far as like like out of nowhere i had these feelings like i you know i don't want to get baptized you know i just kind of want to quit but mm -hmm. i just don't want to like go through like you know all this stuff and i um it's, it's I mean, like i talked to my priest about uh, what no i i talked to my priest about it and um like he said, just pray. Like even well, if you don't for, feel like it, or you don't. As an exorcism, the prayer for catechumens actually. Well, yeah, but just prayer. like, just for those mm, watching, because I'm yeah, sure most of them. But don't like know, on my own, they actually, yeah, they pray for mm. the uh, the demons to be cast out of the catechumen being received into the church, even if they're not possessed. Yeah. They usually aren't, but. Um, it's just a generic prayer so that demons flee from them yeah. so they can find that struggle. Because this is a very common experience that when yeah. people uh, want to join the church, the last thing demons want is for that to happen, for mm -hmm. a soul to be saved. So they'll do everything that they can to push the individual away from the church. And you hear this experience repeated so many times, like right before they're about to get baptized, the catechumen begins to you know not really want to do it anymore or change their mind or have doubts that is a very common experience you may mm -hmm. proceed with your story Bryce yeah yeah so now that we're on the topic of of combating Sky how do we uppercut a demon in the face um before Sky goes ahead <laughs> um so just so that that I wasn't even listening to a question you said how to uppercut <laughs> Like, I'm really tired. It took me like 10 seconds till I got that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> so go ahead, Milos. Oh, what? <laughs> uh, what Carl just said. <laughs> that reminds me of a very good YouTube video I once saw. Hmm. I forgot the YouTube channel. Maybe it was Bible Illustrated. <laughs> oh, <I see>. well, <laughs> so basically in that video you definitely should check it out we will put it in the description in that video Boyan explained how he was helping at a baptism I, I wanted to mention that yeah or I let you tell the story yeah um, uh, so a priest called me uh, hey Boyan I need you to assist me at a baptism urgently this lady from the US is getting baptized and I was like I was about to meet some friends, but okay, fine. You had to translate? No, 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 no. Oh, actually, okay. it was, uh, I think it was, uh, I think that the lady actually spoke Serbian. She lived in the US. But uh, the funny thing is, uh, because it was, I think, the priest's first baptism ever. 
he kept referring to her as him. <laughs> so simply, and, and I'm like, <laughs> you just don't do that in the States. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anymore, at least. So, anyway, um, the baptism was completely an ordinary baptism, you know, nothing out of ordinary. And when the baptism was over, the priest called me to the side and he said, Hey, when is the chapel clean? And I'm like, Yeah, I mean, it's standard clean, not, not, it's not every, not everything is polished, but everything's clean. And, he, and they said, Why? And because usually in Serbia, when you get baptized, you're like made catechumen and then immediately baptized. He said, uh, when I was reading the exorcisms over her, I felt such indescribable stench that I nearly barfed. And I'm like, oh, okay, I didn't smell that. But I, um, I was uh, also, I did not have like a lot of these negative experiences, but I remembered two besides this one. Uh, which was the priests, but I was sort of part of it. Uh, Brice reminded me, uh, when I became a reader and, you know, I'm serving in the altar, for the first couple of years, uh, I forgot about this. This is like 13-year-old temptation. I, I forgot completely about it. Immediately after the consecration of the gifts, I would get, to, get this thought, like, flip the holy table, like, turn it over. And it was so annoying. Of course, I would never do it. But I would always like feel, you know, an urge to step a step away from the whole table just because I was so annoyed by these thoughts. Mm -hmm. And the second, uh, now this is uh, this is something, and I, I think I told you about this. Uh, during uh, the year 2022 was, uh, as I like to tell Milos, the best and the worst year of my life. I won't go into details, but for a good deal of it, I was severely depressed, and. Uh, at one point, uh, I was thinking like, hmm, is this like, you know, a typical depression or is it demonic or what is the ratio of the natural depression versus demonic depression? You know, and, you know, simply. So uh, at that point, I was taking long walks to my workplace. And uh, during those long walks, I would pray. And I was reading that intercessory uh, canon to the most holy Theotokos that you probably have in most prayer books. Uh, and while I was doing that, I was again feeling depressed and everything. And for some reason, uh, I envisioned this depression like this uh, slimy snake that enveloped me. And I've, I'm an artsy type. I like to imagine things. Uh, but also, I understand what is the orthodox opinion on uh, imagination. So I didn't put any stock in it. You know, just an artist's impression of how it feels like. And suddenly, as I was praying, this thought immediately disappeared as well as the depression. And if somebody was looking at me, uh, I would be going like this and like, you know, I, I would be walking and I would be just stop. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm not depressed anymore. By the way, this was just the time depressions did return. I don't have issues with them now, but I think it was, such you know an instant answer to my questions to my question where did these depressions of mine i'm not giving a blanket statement on all depressions but this one came from and ultimately i think it was absolutely satanic uh and i think that the the way they have ceased sort of recently i think it's a i think it is a good answer but uh, it was it was a unique experience that i've had for these past, I don't know how many, well, nearly 20 years of being a Christian, 
Yeah, but I'll, I'll I'll give give this these 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 gentlemen and and the people listening slash watching this a, a TLDR. Um, this definitely was a demonic depression. It was huge. It was one of the biggest challenges I've seen you um, overcome in, mm. in the years that we've been hanging out or just talking or whatnot. Mm. Um, and how did it go? Not by itself. No. It involved a lot of prayer. A lot of prayer, uh, just an indescribable amounts of prayer. Yeah, and uh, uh, and love, you know, uh, friendship. Um, <laughs> Care Bear stare, literal, <laughs> literal. Yeah. yeah, and but at the end of the day, um, and that's that's the one that I want to say and just stop. Uh, faith and sense. Oh well, let's <laughs> well, not well, forget. Well, sense is like. Um, like like an ace in your sleeve kind of a saint she's like she's wonderful she's absolutely um she gets things done if, if you if you if you if you see her smiles now that that's that that should be enough of a tell yeah uh, of how big of a saint and how 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 much joy and and uh, happiness and 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 what she found with god is amazing just, yeah sometimes um, i like to describe her like this you know, like this uh, sort of like casting agent in heaven who's like completely covered in all the requests and she's going through them. Okay, okay, fine. Yes, yes. Stamp, stamp. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. in, in Serbia, it's it's well known that if you uh, if you get, get laid out of a job or something, you need a job. Uh, you need to... Or a place. Or, or a place. Or, or, or a place to live. You, you just pray things in it. Or a life. Oh yeah, that too. That too. For what? Wife. For a wife. Well, I just prayed directly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was the issue. <laughs> yeah, it took me a year. A year, a year of, of, of continuous prayer to, to to meet a wife and, and it happened. And but boy, the, but then just, a wife. But well, obviously, and but then just two weeks of prayer to send Xeria. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she's just wonderful. Uh, yeah. If you have pray to sing, sing it, start. I just want to say one thing. One, one, once I, as I was returning uh, uh, from uh, vacation and the lady in the bus next to me, uh, she like said that she was reading an Akatis to sing Sinia. It's like, oh, is that an Akatis to sing Sinia? And she's like, yeah, whatever I ask of her, it happens. I'm like, mm, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I see, I see. Sorry. Uh, anyway, you mean uh, Saint, uh, Saint Sinia of St. Petersburg? Yeah, yes, yes. Mm, yeah. Oh, nice. That's I the love one. the video you've done about her. Sorry? I, I really like the video you've done about her. Oh, it had to be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had yeah, to yeah. Be. Actually, yeah. when I first post, uh, posted it, I was like, man, it's really got low views. I was so hurt by that. Like, all the other videos, okay, but that one that one hurt like hell. But now it's nearly to 10K and I'm so happy for it. Okay, that's good. <laughs> I'll do one of her in the future as well. So, so by the way, Funny story, when uh, a friend of ours, when she was a catechumen and she needed to find her baptismal name, I suggested St. Senia of St. Petersburg and I showed her your video because she was a big fan of you. Yeah. And after that, she chose that name. Oh. <laughs> and everybody in that church, she asked her priest, she goes to a Greek church. Yeah. I choose St. Senia. Oh, you mean the Greek one? No, the Russian one. <laughs> I up on her. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I if I know that church anyway <laughs> yeah demons you know that church very well <laughs> um anyway 
so Sky, basically my question was answered. Faith and prayer is how you uppercut a demon in the face. Oh, man. Okay. And, here, and here I thought I was going to get to talk after 30 minutes of being silent. No, Milos, <laughs> wait, Boyan, Boyan wants to say something before he talks. Fasting. <laughs> it does that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Fasting and prayer. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say fasting, prayer, repentance, you know, the whole entire entirety of the sacraments, you know, confession, you know, really going at it. But, uh, yeah. Also, St. Senia of St. Petersburg. So, yeah. It's just if you need, like, a wild card, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like the ace. It's like, that's... It's like the Yu-Gi-Oh! legendary card. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I, I mean, all saints the wonders except in some instances the some saints to do more wonders than others why we have no idea i i asked a very direct question to uh, the clergy can i have a favorite saint is it okay if i have a favorite saint and mm -hmm. the answer was yes it's absolutely okay so yeah favorite saint it's, it's very very okay indeed since set of him of sorrow and thinks uh, oh I, wonderful saint yeah I, they, they absolutely like uh, part of my life. Um, mm. That's what I would say. Mm. Um, talking back, going back to demons, there are different types of demons as well, right? So, for example, Saint Joseph the Hesychast was visited by the demon of fornication, <laughs> um, which he struggled with when he was living the ascetic life in Mount Athos. Uh, Carl, could you elaborate a little bit on that? Um. Well, well, there's a, there's a demons for very specific things, and they work in that specific area, and that's why they're so good at it. It's it's pretty uncanny. So just like how we have uh, our own teachings as Orthodox Christians, there's satanic teachings that these evil spirits and evil powers follow as well. So they are very organized. They, Satan has literal legions of demons at his disposal because, like it says, one-third of the angels fell when Lucifer yeah. did. Now, unlike us, demons, angels, demons, they're in, in nature, when they were created, they're the same thing. They only have the opportunity to decide or to choose once. So with humans, we have this, before we die, this infinite ability to go from good to evil, back and forth. Demons can only do that because it's in their nature. That's how they were created. They get the decision. They have free will in that moment. They can choose in that moment to rebel against God or to accept God. And uh, the reason why people feel so cut off or like isolated when they're around demons is because they've already made the decision. Their fate is sealed. They can't repent. Mm -hmm. But... but um, because they've severed themselves from God, who is light, they're in dark permanently. So they've permanently chosen to sever themselves from God. So when you're around demons, it's the absence, it's this feeling of absence of light. Because that's what they are. They are the darkness in and of itself is just the absence of light. It's not its own entity. It doesn't have any power on its own. So, so they lack this light. And so it makes you feel cut off because that's what they are, completely cut off. The super important yeah. thing I want to add, if, if you allow me, um, if, if people think that it's unfair, for example, that, you know, angels just show, choose once and we get to like sin seven and times seven um, until we die and repent a million times. 
um, the biggest difference between humans and angels in that sense would be that they knew everything. Yep. Time of making that choice, they knew everything. Mm. While we are left to wonder for the entirety of our life's lifetime here on Earth, um, you know, to to doubt, to struggle sometimes with faith. Um, where, whereas yeah, they, exactly. they just knew, they knew everything, and they made a choice. And that's where the difference in us choosing and then choosing again and again and again and then choosing just once really lies. There. Even our first sin was based on deception, not not like absolutely good or evil. It absolutely. was it was a deception. I mean, I mean, it's it's no uh, it's no justification. The sin, uh, I mean, I'm just saying, <laughs> <laughs> a sin is a sin is a sin is a sin. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And they can have names, Scar, right? Yeah, yeah, demons have names just like angels do because they once were angels. Um, so actually, I, this is the saddest part is most of them have names that were reminiscent or might have names that were reminiscent of when they were angels. For example, Lucifer literally means light bearer. So because he was yeah. the bearer of God's light, now he's afraid of the light. So and, that's the saddest part. I just always found that really, really sad that so, someone could have such a like the morning star he was one of the most yeah. he was the most prominent angel this angel that you know once had a name that was so awe-inspiring the name is now a mockery of what they once were it's sad just like Azrael, right i don't know what that one means but yeah i'm pretty sure that's a demon uh, yes Lucifer. it is you can just but also here's something you don't want to get caught up in like studying up on demons too much no like finding out where they're from how to how to, how to find them how to combat them because actually that's detrimental to you and it, it often uh encourages them to to go for you you're like hey look at me you know i'm studying you guys and they you're on their radar so we study demons so we can know how to avoid them we don't want them to now come and find us um, I just had a quick question. Um, I've heard this mentioned multiple times, just random prayers, and it's called like the demon of noonday. What is like? Could you could you speak about that? Because I've heard that like in prayers, like protecting the people from like the demon of noonday. And um, what it what is that like? I've because I've heard that stuff. Can I answer? Sure. Mm -hmm. uh, usually, the demon of noonday is associated with temptation of despondency uh, or. Um, or what's uh, acidia in I think I, uh, it's in Greek. Uh, it is uh, the feeling. It's sort of uh, like classical depression, not in the sense of sorrow, but you feeling feeling listless and wanting to do literally everything except the things you're supposed to. And usually in uh, monastic circles, it is associated with the desire to leave monasticism because you can do so much good in the world and you would be so much better and at uh, serving the sick serving the poor serving the, all the things that you definitely won't do as soon as you leave that monastery but you will be deceived and uh, that that is generally what is associated with the uh, demon of noon day in the ascetic literature so can y'all talk about that. Like, thank you i've never heard that before how does pre-last or like, how does pre... So, like, I have an understanding of pre-lust. Like, I I think that would go hand-in-hand hand with, like, demons, correct? Yep. Yeah. And that's, like, spiritual deceit. Mm-hmm. 
to think. Right. Okay. We see a lot of those. I just I didn't know if y'all wanted to expand on that because it's kind of unique to orthodoxy. Maybe I, I, Carl. Yeah. Maybe Carl can. So you're asking about how Preleste is doing what exactly? Simply to expand on the subject. No, it's uh, I was just at like because it's unique to orthodoxy. If like you wanted to, because that's something that we say, or it's something that's like 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 especially when it comes to demons to be wary of. Like, you know, uh, well, I'm going to be honest with you. In the case of the monks, I, I'm I'm not ver too versed on that topic at all. Um, but I know it exists. But I I don't think I me neither. <laughs> I can't help you. Yeah. Oh, so, I'm gonna be honest. Yep. I guess we can go through the to the next topic. Um. Um. One thing that I want to add for the viewers is also, of course. <clears throat> We already mentioned that uh, how demons want to tempt you with sins, but uh, and we know with the monastic life how they would even uh, try to deceive monks by leaving the monastery. Also, another thing, if you look up the lives of uh, Saint John the Hezekiah or, or other monks, what they experience, that the demons would try to deceive them in a way by imitating a saint or even Christ Himself. Yeah, even 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 the uh, demons appear as an angel of light. That's in the Bible. Mm -hmm. That's the New Testament. That's classical premise. Yeah. Um, Yoga. Though to answer your question, I know that the I don't I don't know much on the topic, but the book Unseen Warfare deals with it mm -hmm. specifically. So in that book, yeah, that's that's... where you find the answer. Uh, yeah, I... my priest recommended. Okay. Yeah, yeah, very good book. Story which is very telling about. I suppose guardian angel appearing to a monk and he says um, I'm your guardian angel and he says I don't care I'm not worthy to see an angel no I am uh, uh, your guardian angel and the monk replies no you're a demon and uh, look I'll show you that I'm your angel and he makes the sign of the cross he starts praying and everything and you know those are uh, and the monk simply says I know that you're a demon because uh, uh, because you're preventing me to pray I think mm. that's one of the like telling signs. I mean, yeah. it's, uh, mm. is uh, such a complicated issue because it literally deals with demons trying to give us something uh, to deceive us by appearing as Christ, as angels, or in a lesser degree as giving us good thoughts. And I think that uh, all of us have experienced with this sort of prelast. Oh, I should take this long prayer rule and stick to it, and very soon you stop praying altogether these prayer rules. That's like a classic low-key prowess that I think all of us have uh, have experienced with. God forbid that we have actual visions that, that then we're too far gone, I think. Mm. But, yeah. So well, you know, well, I'll, I'll just expand a little bit. Um, people living the monastic life are very experienced mm -hmm. uh, praying people and uh, you know the, the there's a they, they read they read books that we don't uh, they read the same books that we do with the depth that we don't have um, and their their toolbox um, is much wider than ours mm -hmm. and one of the parts 
one of the things that is in their toolbox um, is to just run away from the appearance of saints and and uh, and focus yeah. yeah. God because because you know like imagine us uh, you know here living this life uh, you know drinking coffee uh, in Starbucks or something um, imagine a saint appearing to us like uh, I I think you know just just even thinking about it is to me is a little bit uh, I already feel like prelist yeah <laughs> yeah completely like in prelist just thinking about it um, but then a monk you know continuously praying they're, they're a bit of a bigger um, how should they challenge it? yeah bigger challenge if you will um, I think Elder Paisius elaborates on that so so he said he um lots of apparitions appeared to him this is our first instinct this is I think something that's that's uh, unique to us as Eastern Christians that oh. you don't see in the West our first instinct when we have a vision or a dream and it's from a saint is always this is what Elder Paisius tells us to do just assume it's from the devil even if it's not if it's from God God will make it very clear trust me you won't mix it up that's what he says <laughs> not in those words that's paraphrasing <laughs> but um Mm. you won't be confused now yeah. the first time the first few times always just assume this is demonic that's the first assumption you make that's i think very good advice because really like we just talked about even the uh, devil appears as an angel of light so we have to always be on our guard and the first thing like what he tells you to do is say the jesus prayer say christ's name my Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy upon me, a sinner. Works Christ's for me. name dispels demons. Yeah. So, like you're saying, when something and uh, another big giveaway is like you were saying, if if you can't pray, if you can't do something spiritual, it's it's not from God. So, mm. yeah. So, I want to add a little bit to that. So, the closer you are to God in Christ, the more challenges you will get from the devil or demons. Uh-huh. For example, why would you, why would the devil or the demons throw challenges at you when you're not, like when you don't believe in Christ, when you don't, uh, when you're not close to God? Like, why would he give you depression? For what reason? You're already not obedient to God or Christ or close to him. He doesn't need to give you these challenges. That's why people who are close to God, for example, monastics, face a lot of challenges coming from demons. For example, St. Joseph the Hasekas was con constantly plagued by them. Uh, Saint Paisios, like mm. you just mentioned as well. Um, <clears throat> that's just what I want to mention. And that's why like, some of these great saints actually were physically assaulted by demons, because you know, first it is like standard temptation, then it is like heavenly visions, and at the and when they realize they can't even get the saints by that, they uh, they, they yeah they. Uh, they proceed with the most base assault, which is physical assault. You know, yes, yeah. yeah, like uh, Saint Moses the Black and uh, Saint Joseph the Kazikas was also very heavily physically assaulted. I think. I, I will add, though, I think atheists, just like any other uh, Christian or non-Christian or believer, non-believer, all, all of us are tempted continuously by demons. Yeah. Um, it's like, sure, if you're not praying, you're not going to church, and all you, I, I, I just say you have a. Uh, you you you've you've messed with your chances. You've you've cut yourself from the source. But that doesn't mean God doesn't love you, and God isn't doing uh, actively mm -hmm. things to 
pull you in the right direction, uh, get, get you to the right path, yeah. and all that. And 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 demons are the first the first line of defense for hell for team hell um, in that sense. And I and I also think kind of um, that they they also might be having fun in whatever weird way. Um, sadism, classic. Sadism. Yeah, yeah, in whatever weird way that that fun would be for 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 being like that beings like that yep um so talking about taking a form i have a lot of people say to me that the marian apparitions that for example the catholics got like fatima for example was demonic and not really mary you mm -hmm. said to me carl you just said they can take any form what do you think about that they can so it's, it's it is possible and you know when you're dealing with little kids they're very easy actually so that's something to say to say that children are the most susceptible to demonic um well seeing spirits things like that children mm -hmm. do it much more than we do mm -hmm. uh, fatima could very likely have been demonic we don't know we just in general don't really comment on what happens outside the church it's possible they were genuine we don't know it's best not to comment um not because you don't want to offend people it's because we don't know yeah we um, don't know but i think a few things she like she said to the children like for a lot of people made it clear that she was a, like a demonic entity but let, let's not talk about it then well i'm, I'm like curious now <laughs> yeah <laughs> then, she said like she made like you said like they don't have foresight but i think she made some like prophecies about russia and stuff is that right, right, Carl? It, it it so so okay okay. Demons don't completely lack force for uh, knowledge. They they sometimes see so they sometimes see glimpses. Angels are like this as well. Angels are different in a little bit because they're sometimes given prophecy directly from God. Mm -hmm. Now demons sometimes can see a bit ahead, right? Mm -hmm. So that they can then tell the person something so that they can <clears throat> act on it, or they're just making wild guesses and <laughs> yeah that's just how it is um so it could be with Fat fatima either way again we don't know and we don't need to waste our time on it if it was from god then all the better for these people that received an apparition from god yeah if it wasn't we pray for them that's it that's it's an orthodox way to interpret fatima you know uh, she said like if uh, russia was consecrated to her heart uh, that um, faithful triumph or something like that, or did she say like convert to Catholicism? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, no. Actually, when they asked the lady that saw the apparition, she said that, um, that Russia would revert back to being Christian. When asked what denomination, she said that it was to Orthodoxy. The, the girl that mm. saw the apparition. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, in general, I just she wasn't yeah. saying that Russia would become Catholic. She explicitly said that it would become what it was before, which was orthodox. But, so, like, worked. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it's, uh, it's very, yeah, in general, it's just best not to dwell on this stuff. And that's why we don't really have this kind of apparition of this, apparition of that every couple of years because <laughs> people see stuff a lot very often and if we put a lot of emphasis on something especially before it happened we don't know where it's coming from we don't know how trustworthy it is so why 
My mm. Bible says, don't pay attention to the prophecies from anything in general when you see an apparition the first time. That's what Elder PCOS tells us to do. Um, By the way, Carl, I have a Bible favorite. That, that we need. Yeah. Sure, what's up? Um. So maybe one of the viewers, they don't know what the word abbreviation means. Could you explain it in broken English? It's certainly not me who is the guy with the broken English. <laughs> uh, an apparition is just an appearance of a spirit or an okay. entity, some some spiritual entity. That's it. Thank you. Yeah. From now on, stop using smart words with me. No, <laughs> By the way, I had a Muslim apparition in my dream two days ago. I'm pretty sure this was demonic. Um, I was binge watching Sam Shimon. We all know Sam Shimon, I guess. Um, his debates against Muslims. So in my dream, I don't know Arabic at all, all right? So there was this Muslim in my dream who was reciting the Shahada in Arabic. I don't know it at all, but he was saying it fully in Arabic. And he tried me to say it in my dream. So I'm pretty sure that was demonic as well. Mm -hmm. It was leading you away from the church, wasn't it? Yeah. There you oh, go. By the way, and I, I refused. What... I refused. <laughs> of course. We I didn't say Christian, it. We know that. Yeah. But, but I they think can even come in the form of Muslims. Something uh, important that I think we've kind of skimmed over is that people have this misconception about demons that like they're only found in horror movies or in superstition. And yeah. they might think what we're saying sounds far-fetched, but... It's not. They exist. They are real. If God exists, we know God exists. Or it's, it goes both ways. Sometimes people use demons to just to as a proof for God. Someone might have seen a demon and be like, okay, that means God must exist. But God tells us demons exist, so they, they do. That's it. Yeah, it's in the um, Bible. It's right there. Hmm. Jesus and, doing many exorcisms. And these aren't metaphors, by the way. It's yeah. literal. Yeah. So another misconception also, this is something important, is that all mental illnesses or weird behaviors are caused by demonic possession or that demonic possession is just a mental illness. So it goes both ways. You're either exaggerating or downplaying the influence. Now, so, the best way is when you have a, like I, I've found with uh, some of my uh, people that I know or relations, the best way to distinguish between them or how it works is they actually have their psychologist or uh, someone that deals with mental health issues, there's a couple of titles for that yeah. field. Um, their psychologist, their psychiatrist is also an Orthodox priest. Mm -hmm. I've found works in my community pretty well oh. because, because, you know, he's got both sides there. Um, mm -hmm. Mental illness, this is something that irritates me is someone has a like, genuinely, I don't know, autism or something like that. And then people are like, <laughs> oh no, he's someone. I've met people like this more often than I'd like to think and it's just like disrespectful to that person yeah all of this stuff is a result of the fall yes but having a mental illness like autism or being disabled or whatever it is is not demonic possession what, what about that's, schizophrenia that's tricky because sometimes it is not schizophrenia at all it's a demon uh -huh. so that's a point where it's like, is it this? Is it that? But is there is there a thing like regular schizophrenia where you hear voices but are not? Well, the regular schizophrenia is built up. Uh, it's a neurological problem. The psychology. So the, 
Yeah. The guy who so we're dealing psychology. with someone that started psychology. Yeah, Milos. Yeah, yeah. I can be smart for the first time on the podcast. <laughs> Twenty <Yeah>. episodes. <laughs> Quick, Milos, what does apparition mean? No, I have to go. <laughs> no, but uh, schizophrenia is now caused from it's a neurological problem. So, for example, how the uh, neurons are wired to your brain, it could be from birth or to an injury, or even from a, uh, from PTSD, you could develop schizophrenia. And there are two uh, main functions in the brain that basically causes them. Either the neurons are working too fast and not going into the right directions, or basically the wires are in the wrong position on the left brain, on the left side of the brain. Hmm. Oh, so it's like that, really physiological, not spiritual. Yeah, if it's that. If it's that, yeah. yeah, yeah if yeah. it's physical. And that, that is my personal problem with like you. You can't really know, um, mm -hmm. like and like I have a friend, a very good friend, um, who has a mental problem. I believe that his diagnosis is obsessive compulsive disorder. Like he 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 had moments where he would just walk walk around the town and like from from his testimony speak with with the 12 apostles mm -hmm. uh you know and these are these that's are a bit more than uh, well, well I, 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 that, that's what i'm saying i i think uh i think his his problem is much much bigger than 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 um mm -hmm. you know what 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 common mainstream uh, psychology <laughs> let alone psychiatry and let alone the one in serbia um can can deal with um and, and re in reality what i've seen in, in his example and he's not the only example there um is that these people never really um never really figure it out yeah uh, and that's that's very sad actually i think you really need a, a miracle level thing to happen in order for these things to to actually be sold yeah. and um, yeah so yeah. do you guys do you guys have any advice for people who are struggling from like demonic temptations or demonic influences? Um before we go to the advice, I just wanna oh. correct myself from before. Even if you're let's say you have those problems from birth on, it can still be only part of the schizophrenia. And demonic possessions might make it way worse. Or like demonic influences. Because yeah, there are different kinds of places for them. Some people have the neurons more messed up, some less. And even though someone has a, has it less uh, on the wrong places, they have way bigger mental problems than someone who has it more. Uh -huh. So that could be also the cause of demons as well. Yeah. So it's always a difficult question. Um, are, you, are you aware of... Uh... They are. <laughs> yeah, Father Tadeus, is mm -hmm. this how you would say it? Uh, of Vitovica. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, uh, one of the things he mentions is in one of his books, uh, one of the books of his, of the things that he said, because he didn't really write the book, um, is uh, if you pray for people, um, that you, in his words, the demons that were um, working on him, right, would, uh, would, uh, so his words give you uh, give you their ID uh, <laughs> shortly, uh, which is very interesting to me because I mentioned this friend of mine. Um, in, in cases like this, 
um, you you really got to pray for these people. And I've, I've, I have friends or Christian Orthodox friends who are afraid to pray uh, to other people because they know uh, that they will be visited by the same demons. Uh, I, I, you know, it, it is an honor because you're literally saving saving somebody from demonic influence, yes. and they they get sort of delegated to somebody who supposedly is better at dealing with them. You know? Yeah. Well, we, 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 which is which you, is you you're starting you're literally taking somebody's burden. Yeah. Which which is literally the sacrifice that is yeah. love. Yeah. Um, and yeah. love doesn't really work without sacrifice, and that's that, yeah. that will always. But there's one thing. I'll tell you about that as well because I do pray for others and uh, people who are in very big problems as well. Thank you. And I'm sure, <laughs> and I'm 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 seriously I I kid you not I'm I'm scared when I do that because of the knowledge that I have. Uh, I'm I'm literally scared. But then every time I think about that and I get scared, every time I say one thing and I told you this before. I say one thing. I literally say to God, God. You gave me this love. It's coming from you. And I cannot not act on it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And that, that will be, like, I, I, I wanted to maybe read a quote from a, from a father, uh, uh, Andrew Stephen Damick. He, he wrote about, uh, on this topic a lot, on the topic mm-hmm. of demons, a lot. Um, but but it's, it will be fairly long. Um, and to kind of wrap it up and sort of answer the question, I think it all boils down to live the Christian life. Um, you know, yeah, that, that, that's what it is. It's like accept that demons exist, they're there, they have a job to do, but so do you, yes, uh, and sure. that's that's it. Remove the demons, amogus, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right i want to end it with that because uh, we've been talking for a while could thank i thank you very uh, much Milos and Boyan from bible illustrated from for do you want to say something girl i did yeah so just oh, quickly okay. for just one sentence just because people might want to know how exorcism works in the church i was going to say it before but never got around to it so in summary, the four prayers of exorcism are usually by St. John Chrysostom and the three of St. Basil. Then they ask in the name of God to deliver the possessed from the captivity of the devil. And they be, they like almost always begin with in the name of our Lord. Yeah. So yes. that's like the footnote at the end of the podcast, just for those watching. Thank you. Now, uh, Milos, you can do the outro now. I'm not even trying anymore. Now, thanks again, guys, for watching. Check out Bible Illustrated, the channel. You probably know it already, but do it anyway. And also, he got an amazing Instagram page where you can see a lot of nice drawings and very nice quotes of the saints. Make sure to check out the links and God bless everyone. And thanks. And check out my new merch. (laughs) All right. God bless. See you guys.